0: Wherever she goes, I go. We roll, we go. Flying over
1: cities down to Rio. It's real love that I feel. on oh, nothing that's forever, but I'm down for the minute. So just chill. Wherever she goes, I go. We roll, we go. Flying over cities down to Rio. It's real love that I feel. I'm oh, nothing that's forever, but I'm down for the minute. So just chill.
0: Yes, good morning, Izzy and Kempe, live from Otipoti, Dunedin, down here at the mall, we're just outside chemists Warehouse, it was a big old weekend to boot, plenty of sport, Kempe has been at it, he's been all over the country, he's been working and he has been having lots of fun, but a big good morning to you, our numbers, oh, 88833 0800 150. 8-11, we have got plenty to give away today, Kempi. A lot of protein packs, a lot of health packs, Musashi, everything. The mall opens at 8 o'clock this morning, Kempi.
1: Get down here.
0: Get down here and come visit.
1: Get down here as fast as you can before he packs us all in his bags and carries <laughs> it all the way back to Christchurch. We've got so much to give away down here at the Chemist Warehouse, the new store that's open in the Meridian Mall in... Otago. I've been down here plenty of times, mate, bringing back memories. Just upstairs here, they've got a, um, oh, a big warehouse-type shop up here where I've got my son all his blankets and his kettle and his toaster for his flat, and yeah, it brings back some memories being down here. You were down here for... Plenty too, were you? Yeah,
0: I had two years here, Kempy. Spent a bit of time around here, but this place has been revamped with new stores opening and they've just opened this new chemist warehouse right here in Dunedin for you. They've had a busy old weekend. Well, this morning they opened them open the mall at 8 o'clock this morning, so pop on down and come say g'day to myself, Kempy, as uh, we react to the weekend of sport. And if you just pop down, we have got plenty to give away, and if you do... A little flat white would go down an absolute treat to everyone out there. But, Kempi, look, you've been busy. You have been busy. You've been calling the Warriors. Before we get to the Warriors, mate, you are at the Sale GP. I've seen everything on the socials. What a weekend not to have a wedding in Gisborne. I, got to, I, I missed a, a wonderful opportunity to head to Littleton and watch the Sale GP, mate. Your thoughts on the weekend, successful, yeah, you I, loved it, didn't
1: you? I absolutely did, and I was sort of, you know, it was a weekend where I wanted you there, but I'm glad that you weren't there, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Because, man, if you were there, then I definitely wouldn't have got any sleep. I got to, I got to put a massive shout out to GP Sale and especially the New Zealand crew that put this all, all together. They put it on mm. for us. You know, you, we went down there. There was nothing that we needed. Everything was set up. You know, I said it was like Ferrari on water, water watching Ferraris on water. The actual racing on the day mm. was short, of, no, nothing short of spectacular. You're right there, right on top of it, and watching that New Zealand boat go past us, especially, I, well, I was really lucky because I got to see them finish second twice and win one. Um uh, I, ju- I just think it takes off. I think GP sailing in New Zealand really takes off. It goes to Auckland next year. Um, the finish line is right underneath the Harbour Bridge. I'm being told, and I can't wait. Mm. You'll come up to. Th- you'll definitely come up to that one. And yeah, man, if it's anything like what they put on down at Littleton Harbour, like they put the weather on. Take them. us
0: deep into it, Kempi. for everyone that wasn't lucky enough to head along to Littleton. Talk to us detail like the food that was on offer. Oh, you know the little the little areas that you could go along and watch. Like you think sail, and I remember I was listening to Carl Budge on Friday when I wasn't on air, but talking about this is changing the guard of way the way sailing has
1: been looked at from a spectator's point of view. Like you're right there, you're amongst it, hundred percent. And and of course Carl Budge, you know from from his days at tennis, has bought that whole marketing experience. Mm where you walk in through the gates and it just hit, it smacks you in the face. It, like, slaps you as hard as you can. There's, you know, like, Heineken tents, you know what I mean? Bands playing, there's, there's um, all of the boxes set up right in front of, front of the, the water with a big grandstand down the end. And, and, of course, where we were was in this two-story marquee tent that they built called the Adrenaline Lounge where all of basically the sponsors were sitting in there. Of course, In the media were down the bottom. Oh, I just happened to make my way up to the adrenaline, top of the Adrenaline Lounge. And the food, mate, was sensei. I'm walking up there. I'm walking up the steps, and right at the top of the steps, but who's there are the shuckers of the bluff oysters? <laughs> oh, you didn't, Kimpy. So I, had to ha- I had to have a couple of quiet bluffies. Um, they were so, oh, so tasty, along with a couple of glasses of champagne, bluffies and champagne. Just try it one day, it's not too bad. Um, but they're, look, they put it, I've got to say, it was like no expense spared for everyone that went along to the GP. Sold out really quickly. We had a couple of tickets to give away on Friday, which we gave away. People that were there. The first thing I noticed when I went into Ototahi was the the different languages that were walking around the street like mm. everyone was talking different languages so you had nine different countries come along to, to fight this out and of course buses galore heading out there with a lot of support that have traveled all around the world to get there so crosschurch um, they put on a really good event and the other thing about crosschurch I haven't been into the center of Altatahi for mm. a long time you know what I said to I said to a lot of people it feels like Melbourne you reckon? Getting a bit of a vibe back. Oh, I really liked it. I, I definitely want to go back there, like looking down all the nooks and crannies mm. and seeing all the cafes. I went to this cafe yesterday. I don't know how they operate. It was like a conveyor belt of people <laughs> coming in through the door, and the food was just firing out. I've never seen a cafe like it. And I was speaking to a couple of young girls sitting at the table with me, and they said, it's the best cafe in Christchurch. Yep. I just stumbled on it. I just walked, walked past it I know like, oh. exactly
0: where you are. I'm going to take uh, the crew there on Thursday morning when they head over from Australia. They're actually coming from Melbourne, so we'll have to ask them that question, Kempe. But it is a beautiful city. It's been for its fair share of adversity. But uh, right now, it's uh, with the new stadium that's been built, a lot of eateries, there's just like a real good vibe and absolutely love it. But uh, was it wasn't meant to be New Zealanders' weekend. They got trumped by another Kiwi skippering the Canadian boat, so obviously got done and right roared at the hurdle, but they did enough to head to San Francisco to take on Australia, New Zealand and France in the top three. So results aside, wasn't meant to be Kiwi's day, but
1: overall a successful weekend. Yeah, look, it's a um I think I think what people saw mm. was enough to say that uh, you know, budgie and, and his crew Pete Burling and and Blair when they come back to New Zealand next year everyone's going to be talking that sail GP it's going to be on their lips and the the event it is like you know we're looking for big events in this country is it mm. and it is like being at a big race day it is like being at an all-black game because these um, boats are right there when they go past you it's like man i 've never they fly the and I' so lucky because they got up to eighty k's when I was there mm. like yesterday they got up like there were seventy four ks I watched uh, all the racing yesterday afternoon i 'm i 'm sold on it i think it, I think it 's a fantastic sport but I, th- I just think that this event new zealand 's been looking for something and they 've hit them they 've hit them the ground running you, you see uh, Russell Kurtz there you see all of these. All of these famous sailors there, um, everyone a who's who of, of New Zealand was there watching it too, and I think everyone's walked away from that that one event in Christchurch on the weekend, and gone, yep, I'm coming back next year. So. Um We'll have to make sure we get in there, get in early and get our tickets early because they're going to go like hotcakes when but it comes up next year. I'm there. I'm there. Good I man.
0: promise you right now. I'm going to head along in Auckland and enjoy that weekend of the Sale GP. Well done to Kyle Budge and obviously New Zealand. They came second, but they did enough to force and head to San Francisco to battle out for the big one. There you go. We've got a big show today. We are live from Chemist Warehouse in Christchurch. We have a couple of Chemist Warehouse prize packs up for grabs today, valued at $850, thanks to our friends at Musashi Musashi and Hathory's. You can win one of them by giving us a call on 0800 150 811 anytime this morning and giving us your take, Emi of Emi of the weekend action. Do that, and you could win some Musashi and How3's goodies, plus a $100 voucher. How good? And we also have another prize pack to give away in person at the Chemist Warehouse down here in Dunedin as well. Lots and lots of other goodies, so pop down and say hi, and you could be in for a real treat, Bring we are up coffees. and about, yeah, we need some coffees, we've got a couple of big <laughs> hours here, the store actually doesn't open until 8am so don't waste your time for the next couple of hours but after 8, pop on down and say good day, Kempe, what have we got today mate, big show for a Monday.
1: Big show for a Monday, out of 7 we have one of our favourite West Coasties, Paulie Cole coming in to talk about his year so far and the most recent win he's just got on the weekend in London at 745 Eric Jackman joins us to talk USC. 286 He's obviously got a big opinion because a couple of those fights, one went the way I thought but the other one looked like a Viking match. After 8 we will be joined by a couple of Highlanders to celebrate their win yesterday in Invercargill. How good were they against the Force? At 830 we'll talk to Otago Nuggets. Brett uh, Brent Matahaere and see how his preparation is coming along before the kick-off of the 2023 season. Love racing, of course. We've got Paulie Mawadi and and uh, Ian Smith. We wonder if he's picked up some new slippers, or he probably wants a pack of this too because he likes taking free stuff. Um, <laughs> he's going to join us and, and lots more this morning down here in Dunedin. Don't forget, you just heard Izzy. Get down here, Chemist Warehouse, the new store that's open down here. They've piled out the prizes here. I can't believe it. Um, so there's plenty to give away, and like you said, Izzy, we've got lots to talk about. Plenty to talk Crusaders. about. Crusaders, you haven't even mentioned it in well, the first 10 minutes. I
0: just thought I'd wait. <laughs> I just thought I'd wait, but no, everyone on the text machine is not letting me wait. No, <laughs> they are coming nice and bright and early. Mark from Tauranga has messaged in, he's just about to get on his flight. Morena lads in Aroha, just about to board a flight and will miss most of the show, so needed to get, in, get the blow in. Yes, yes. They are back. The <laughs> Crusaders
1: and the Warriors for Kimpi. Yeah, look, I was What? <laughs> I see I well I was calling the game on, on Saturday because, yeah. you know, it was a full weekend of work. We still we're still going, like there's been no sleep and oh yes, well who do you think texts me? Old Marky texts me about the Crusaders. He wasn't worried about the Warriors and they'd got up I'm going, Oh no, I'm gonna cop it on Monday But just as well. They're my second team. I'm oh. still
0: happy. Kimpy, oh, can someone clip
1: it? <laughs> someone clip that because
0: we'll get down the track and the draw win, and that's his second team or something like that. Look, honestly, it's uh, I expected that. Oh, no I'm you gonna did. be completely, yeah. completely honest. Like I expected that, and I know everyone had ridden off the Crusaders and and what they'd done, but mate, honestly, whoever puts on one of those jerseys, like you don't have to look any further than Dallas McLeod at number twelve. Dallas McLeod was so so good. And I, I had my doubts early because he's shown signs playing for Canterbury and he's had the odd opportunity there. But I just thought he went to another level when you when you're taking on another one of the All Blacks part of that team, Roger Tuivasa-Sheck. And there's been a lot of chat. I was watching the breakdown last night and talking about his game. He'll be disappointed with that couple of defensive laps, but you know that doesn't shy away from from his game where it's got to this year. I felt like he'd made. Vast improvements from last year just had a couple of defensive laps on the weekend and the thing is with those defensive laps it's like when you're playing fullback yeah. you miss a tackle they score a try well the ones that he missed they led to to the Crusaders um scoring points so that's why defensively that's why they've been um you know the, the pitch has been portrayed on it, and, and everyone can can speak about it but uh on the flip side, mate the Crusaders. look they should have lost that Kempy. And I'm going to be completely, oh, they should yeah. have lost that. Two tries disallowed yeah. over the line. But that's... that's the Crusaders you know, that's, knocking it out of their
1: hands. And that's exactly right. And like When I went back and watched the replay, that's why they're so good. They just do not give in. You know what I mean? The Crusaders at, at crucial um, parts of that game. And I actually, like last night after talking to you after dinner, and I went home and I was lying in bed thinking about Roger. Lester for Nuku for instance, would be, and me and you have been like this, hearing all this stuff about RTS and the All Blacks and and bits and pieces, and he's got his opportunity, and he's like, well, what about me? You know what I mean? It's that, what about me? And he's had one of those games where it's gone, hey, don't forget about me. Like, that kick across where he's picked the ball up off Roger and pushed him off to score go 60 metres. Man, that's something for the ages. That's a that was I. Th- I thought when I saw that, that was Lester making a statement saying, "Hey, I know you're talking about Rog, but hey, don't forget about me when you when you when you're putting the numbers together for the World Cup." And again, you just you're dead right about the Crusaders. You can never write them off. People and people know that they're coming in thick and fast on the text machine here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I see what Marky was doing when he came in straight after the game. Um, on the weekend, and well done, you know, the Crusaders, they're back, and that's what thats what this competition's so good. One minute, they're down and out, and the next minute, they're back. It was so good, it was so good.
0: And the thing with, with Leicester nuku he can play centre, he can play wing. so he's punched his way to, uh, you know, making the selectors think of him. But we're going to cross over to Joey from Gizzy, who I actually popped in and seen him, hopefully he doesn't tell the story. But Joey from Gizzy, the Warriors, mate, they look like a team. They can go all the way. How you doing, Joey?
1: Yeah, yeah, good, good morning, gentlemen. Oh, what a breath of fresh air that, uh, that 80-minute warrior team is, Kempe. You know, we had 11 oh, players run good. over 100 metres on, uh, on on yeah. on Saturday. And just even one of the best things to debut, a young man at the back to Upiki. And a couple of mistakes, but look solid for his age and experience. But Montoya, I want to talk about Montoya this morning, Kempe. The man has come of age. After being pushed around a little bit and probably not being as fit as he could be, that game on the weekend was outstanding eighty
0: minute display, and I was reading tohu Harris's comments like the belief that Webby has instilled in this the mental mm. fortitude to, to be like training under anxiety keeping the group anxious, yep. you know, not getting them comfortable about how they're feeling, their play, and, and when you like that, you play for full 80 minutes, mate. They are, are they, look, we don't want to get too excited because that's what Warriors fans do, yeah. and we all tend to get, <laughs> up, get a bit <laughs> of excited, but
1: surely that's got to excite you when you see a performance like that away in North Queensland. Well, the 80, what Joey was talking about was the 80-minute performance too. Let's go under due rest. They've got to take two flights to yeah. get into North Queensland. They get there on the back of 30 degrees and I think it was 68% humidity against a, a desperate Cowboys side that was in the same record and they lost their, their first two games and um, needed a win. And the way that they done it across the board is they actually put the, I guess, you know, you talk about that fi- final nail in that coffin, you know what I mean? They drove it home um, and got that win. The way that uh, they ran over the top of players, like I thought the game would be one in the middle of the park. Mm. And... I found it really difficult to see, with Mitch Barnett moving out into the left edge, our middle hanging on to this big Cowboys forward pack. Well, they didn't just hang on to them. They won the ruck hands down. Hmm. You know, Jaz Varga which was really good. Jaz Tavaga coming off the bench with Dylan Walker is something special. They can actually build on that. The, the little pass that Dylan Walker put on for Jaz Varga to score beside the right-hand, right-hand post was something that a coach looks at and go goes, well, the hair's a real um benefit for my team. I can keep these two on here. They can they can muscle it, they can tough it out, but they can also create some havoc if they put their minds together. And Jazz Tavago over the last four or five years has tried that little pass and that little passing game. First with Samuel Sony mm. when he was at the club, then with Bunty A4. And the problem with it is that they had the right mindset. They just never had the pass. Well Dylan Walker has the pass mate. He's played in the halves. He's takes this oh, he took the second tackle off a kickoff so he, he doesn't mind mixing it in the middle but that pass was a little halfback pass through the hole and look i, I was really impressed i actually talked to a couple of the coaches yesterday uh they're going to join us tomorrow um brent's going to join us tomorrow and of course um no, sorry webby's going to join us tomorrow but having, having a chat with them last night they actually phoned and, and said you know hey, what do you think and i, and I said look I've got to be really honest. I think you guys are going really well, mm. and I think Sean, like Sean Johnson, and I've said this. I was going to
0: ask you, that, like Sean, has he evolved? Have you seen signs of him making a a, yep. refs, a bit of a resurgence? Like he's taking the, he's actually taking the line, can't he? And, and that's when you, when you know, Sean is at his best when he's actually taking on that defensive line.
1: Yeah. Oh, look, I think Sean's benefiting from everyone else playing so well. Mm. You know, and of course, Webby's too much pressure
0: on him earlier, like to, well, to be
1: that guy when he's got players around
0: him performing. Yeah, from the outside, the forwards are putting them in positions where you can actually make a difference. Like, I, I felt like that was a problem because everyone looking for their superstar, Sean Johnson. And when it's like that, you can just put too much pressure on yourself. Now people are doing their roles,
1: and that's unlocking him to yeah. be able to allow him to play his game. That's right. And, and mm. like sh- the superstar Sean Johnson's done. Yeah. You know, he's he's now the game manage- manager manager Sean Johnson that needs to. I still think he can get a lot better. Don't don't get me wrong. I thought he played really well on on Saturday night but I think he get a lot better mm. and just manage games and he's got the players around him which is which is really pleasing so still work on the kicking game yep. um, but you know his running game I, I saw glimpses of old Sean but just the management really got the team home um, they needed to pick up on the completion rates well they they buried uh, North Queensland with the completions
0: Beautiful Kempe, we'll be continuing our Warriors chat because it was a great performance over the weekend and we are uh Absolutely chuffed that they could head to North Queensland. It's not very often that they play a full 80-minute game But the stats don't lie, they say it all. The Warriors, six players ran over 100 metres, opens everything up. That is from Chris. Thank you so much for those texts. Double eight, double three, keep those messages coming through about your weekend of sport. There was plenty. What got you excited? What gave you some hope and belief? I know where you'll be heading with that one. Our man, Paul Cole, he's coming up after seven o'clock and, well, he got back in the winner's circle. So we're looking forward to championing our champions.